0: On November 11th, 2005, I was with my cross-country team, the Richard King Mustangs, We were stuffed in a hotel room in Round Rock, Texas. Our state championship race was scheduled for the next morning. The tension in that hotel room was huge, so I asked the team a question. Which of you would be satisfied with the silver medal tomorrow? Nobody moved. I remember saying to the team, Someone is going to win tomorrow. Why not us? There was complete silence. What happened the next day, I'll never forget. My name is Arisel Perez. The experience we shared that day has shaped me. The lessons we learned from it are valued and appreciated. Not only for what they are, but because we learned it at the highest level together. Josh Lopez, Matthew Musquez, TK Rivas, Ben Habe, Luis Galicia, Ryan Casada, and I. This experience is something we can come back to, time and again, and not us alone. So I've invited Ben Habe, Nate Millis, Thomas Saldana, Ryan Quesada, and Coach Tom Castillo to join me on the journey to help me bring this story to life for you.
1: the dead. If we don't come together right now on this hollow ground, we too will be destroyed. Just like that. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll... to play this game like me. I am your host, Neville D'Angelo. You are on the journey.
0: Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
1: Some men are born great, some achieve greatness, some have greatness trusted upon them. This is the day seven boys became men. Part 1. Let's meet ben Habi.
0: Ben Habe was one of seven core members of the Richard King High School cross country team from 2002 to 2006. This team was led by Coach Tom Castillo and competed at the 5A level of UIL competition. Ben offers a great picture of when his running career began.
2: Yeah, well, uh, in elementary school, it didn't consist of anything more than <coughs> uh, running the backstops in PE, so i tear that up as much as I could, try to win. Um, when I got to middle school, my one of my best friends at the time, his sister ran cross-country. And I didn't know what it was, and I didn't really care. He was going to do it, so I was like, well, I'm going to try it, too. Why not? And so I did that, and then ended up running at King in high school, and it went great and had a lot of fun.
0: Who was your best friend that you are describing?
2: Uh, Matt Jackson.
0: Matt Jackson. Okay, cool, cool. He goes on to offer his perspective on training in Corpus Christi. Uh,
2: Corpus Christi, it's, it's the city by the bay. You know, we're right on the right on the Gulf of Mexico, about 300,000 people, um, probably majority Hispanic, but it's a great place to grow up and probably one of the best places to train. Not, not many places on earth are probably as humid so we, we had fun. After the first few years of high school Ben was faced with the challenge
0: of picking between cross-country and basketball.
2: I, um, you know, I grew up playing basketball, I love the sport played in high school, uh, played freshman year, played with you, had a lot of fun doing that. And then when I got to sophomore year, I realized that everyone only played basketball who was on the team other than me, and everyone was a lot more serious than I was. And I was one of the tallest, but I was also one of the skinniest, so I was getting thrown around all the time. And I started getting more and more serious about running because I was improving and our team was doing very well. So I thought this is this is obviously what I want to do and basketball, you know, I, I enjoy it, but it was almost getting too serious for me. I like to pick up games. I like that. And running, it's just, every, every part of it was fun. So that was the main thing.
0: Ben seemed to find a home in his training once he decided to focus on his running.
2: Yeah, it uh, it was incredible. It was honestly, Went, went to bed every night, excited to wake up for practice the next day. You know, you never knew what was going to happen. Uh, it got, it was always a lot of fun. Sometimes it got pretty competitive, and, you know, that's what you need. And depending on what day of the week it was, it could get really ridiculous. But it was it was a blast, and Coach made everything great.
0: The cross-country scene in Corpus Christi was brewing with local talent and pushed the ability levels of those around Ben explains how he was influenced.
2: Yeah, you know, we were actually really fortunate um, in the early years (coughs) running in Corpus because we had some very talented runners uh, in the area, and Cody Stark, Drew Randerwald, Luis Gutierrez, uh, Robert Rios, all these guys, and they were, I want to say, two years older than us, and they were the the top of their class. They were winning just about everything. They were top three type caliber guys at the state meet, and so I always kind of looked up to them to to kind of run like them when I was their age.
0: Ben realized as time went on just how well the team was performing and offer some insight as to when he believed the team was on a great journey.
2: Okay, I think it started probably about sophomore year. Uh, I remember Coach Castillo saying, you know, summer practice, we'd always talk about goals, individual team goals. And one of the team goals he had for us was he said, guys, I want you all to win not only the district meet, but one meet, just one regular invitational meet prior to that. And I said, okay, no big deal. And I think we ended up winning. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we ended up winning <clears throat> every meet prior to getting fourth at regionals. <laughs> so I mean, that that hurt, but it uh. That's when I kind of realized, like, man, this team is good. And then junior year, you know, we made it to state, and we we ended up getting sixth, but it was still a good result, and we were pretty pretty proud. And from that point on, it was kind of like, well, next year it's it's a win or nothing, you know. And so we. Mainly, that the sophomore year, winning all those meets, and then just getting the experience at the state meet as a junior, uh, that's when I kind of realized that, you know, senior year, something great can happen.
0: In UIL competition, there are three different levels, district, regionals, and state. The winners of the district level qualify for the regional level, and the winners of the regional level qualify for the state level. For the 11 years prior to the 2005 state championships, only two teams took home the state title, Conroe the Woodlands and Humble Kingwood. Our cross-country team was undefeated going into the 2005 championship season. We had split the varsity teams into two at several local competitions and came away first and second, and even had a few perfect scores. Then we faced a big challenge at the regional cross-country race. Ben offers his insight.
2: Yeah, um, the the big thing for me that race is I was so disappointed in myself because I had one of one of the wor- worst races of my life. I think I was maybe 6th or 7th on the team, so I was so fortunate to be on a good team to get to run at state. Um, and then I remember talking to you I don't remember what the occasion was, it doesn't matter, but Going into the state meet, I remember you saying to me, "He's like you said, you know, it's, it's funny, the team that didn't win regionals is going to win the state meet. And you know, that just kind of lit a fire into me, like, man, forget about regionals. Let's move on to the next one.
0: Matt Musquez and TK Rivas also played integral roles on the team. They began running with Ben together at Caffey Middle School before attending King High School. Ben even poked some fun at an old middle school cross-country rivalry.
2: Uh, well, I met TK and Matt at Caffey. Um, we ran together in... Seventh grade. Uh, I don't know that Matt. I don't know if Matt ran cross country in middle school, but we were neighbors, so we were always playing basketball together. But met TK and kind of learned a lot of, from him. You know, he was he was a guy who ran in elementary school, did all all types of races and whatnot. So he was very talented right off the bat and very determined, which played a big role for us in, in high school. So, got very close with him, Uh, ran together all the time, ran together with Matt all the time. Uh, We, you know, we did our best in middle school. Um, Side note, we won the 7th grade state championship, or the city championship over Cullen, and uh, that was good. And then, then we went to high school, and let's see here, Matt didn't run cross country freshman year, he played football. TK ran cross-country freshman year, and he was, it was incredible. He, you know, was not this freshman. You know, he didn't have that mentality. It was, I don't care who you are, I'm going to beat you. I don't care if you're 18 or 14 or whatever. You know, that, that's just his mentality. He wants to win. He wants to do anything he could. And he was a very talented runner, so that was a good thing. So we continued to, to train together pretty much, and uh, we'd run together in the summer, try to run together on long runs sometimes. We lived right across the street. Well, not right across the street. in Neighborhoods right across the street from each other. And then Matt ended up moving to Rhode Island sophomore year and then came back the summer before our junior year. Moved back. Moved back into the same house. Came over and we started talking. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, I've been been running indoor, outdoor, cross country, all this stuff in Rhode Island. Like, really? Didn't you play football? And Matt's not, not, no offense to Matt, he's not a big guy. You know, he's not a football player build. So he ended up running with us. You know, I said, well, you need to come with me, man. We have practice every day in the summer. Came to practice, started running every day with the guys, clicked immediately, and uh, put in a lot of good work, and he was a big contributor for us.
0: Ben improved steadily as the years went on in high school. He offered some insight on his racing mentality and how he matured as a runner.
2: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, def- I definitely had some time goals from year to year. Uh, I... I really wanted to be a sub-five-minute miler that freshman year, but you know it just, it just didn't work out. Uh, the main thing was really, yeah, I wanted time goals. But when I would get in a race with you know another teammate, it was okay. You need you need to run with these guys because you train with them every day. And then you know by the last 400 meters or so, it's you know no friendship, anything goes. So that that was the main thing. I always knew especially in the last, the last two years. I always knew that every race was going to be, there was no sit and kick. It was going to be an all-out effort because that's just how we ran.
0: The freshman JV, and varsity cross-country teams all had success at King throughout the years. Ben offers his take on why the entire group of 19 athletes was so successful.
2: It, it was definitely a common goal, and not just that. It was the, it was the mentality of the upperclassmen. We... We were so set on doing well at the state meet and just doing well day to day that, you know, really we just kind of influenced the younger guys. You know, they saw, okay, they mean business. There's no joking around. This is how you do it. Let's take care of business on our level. While
0: the team was serious when it came time to run, the team did have their fair share of fun. Friday morning grass works.
2: Grassworks was, uh, it was quite a unique experience. Um, what, it, what it was, it was we would go to the, to the football field the day before a race, and we would run eight laps around barefoot. And I don't know how it started. Well, first off, when we started freshman year, probably just showed up in, you know, whatever typical running attire. And somehow it, it became a, a, almost a costume contest. It, it was unreal. One one thing that I remember sophomore year was it was, you know, everyone was still kind of dressing up a little bit, nothing too serious. And we see our our one of our seniors at the time, Richard McDermott, show up in a duck suit, which was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I just, you know, Coach Castillo was just rolling his eyes because he knew there was nothing he could do, and he just had to accept it. And it got so, not not out of hand, but so extreme by the end. And bless their hearts, the King High School marching band would practice on that football field the same day that we would run on it. And, of course, they're getting ready for the Friday night football game. So they're taking it very serious. And we have guys like Josh Lopez in a life vest, just looking ridiculous. I think I was wearing a Wolverine mask at one point people with capes on, you know, just as stupid as could be. And to the band's misfortune, if it had rained the day before, they were still out there, and there were plenty of puddles, and we took full advantage of that. (laughs) So we would splash in them, we would dive through them, and eventually, by the end of the season, they moved to the parking lot because they knew (laughs) what was good for them. So we, we had so much fun at Grasswork. You know, it was such... Such a fun time, and it was such a way to just relax and get ready for a meet. And the thing that I always liked about grass work, you know, it was it was a way to relax, and it lets you know that hey, this is this is serious, or not not serious, but this is what we do prior to the race. Following grass work was always a kind of like a speech by Castile, like look, this is what we need to do. And somehow he always managed to give a serious one, talking to people in duck suits and dressed up in costumes. <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And it was man, it, it's something I miss to this day. It was an incredible experience. Ben went on to
0: attend Baylor University and recorded personal best of 4:06 in the mile and 14:44 in the 5K. He shares how his high school experience helped with his transition into collegiate athletics.
2: Well, I think the the high school experience really just got me fired up for college. Um, I kind of approached college the same way as I did high school. You know, when I came in in high school. By no means was I the best guy, but I tried to improve gradually from year to year. Uh, to give you an example, my freshman year of college, I remember lining up for the Big 12 Mile indoors, and I was in between Leo Manzano and Steven Pfeiffer.
0: Stephen Pfeiffer was a national caliber miler, and Leo Manzano not only had multiple NCAA national titles to his name, but went on to earn an Olympic silver medal.
2: So a very, very humbling race, very humbling race, and it was just you know, I wasn't in a hurry. It was just a matter of progressing <clears throat> and putting in the work on a daily basis to just try to reach that ultimate goal and just get, just see how fast I could go. That was the main thing. And so what, what I learned about, about uh, running was the, the most important thing you can do in order to, to be successful is consistency. So whatever it takes uh, to stay healthy and to keep training, that's how you get good.
1: consistency. Whatever it takes to stay healthy and keep training, that's how you get good. The standing question for today is this. What are you doing to be healthy and stay healthy? What are you doing to be healthy and Stay healthy. Ben Haby is a Baylor University graduate. His teammate, my co-host Aracel Perez, graduated from Texas A&M. Focus and consistency are two hallmarks of Ben's continuing success. Try to find out what got Ari to be such a successful runner. He might point you to one of his Facebook captions which says, and I quote, Apparently I used to think monsters were chasing me during my cross-country races in high school. <gasps> However, he has a much more sober reflection of the days seven boys became men. The team's dynamic
0: was definitely something that set us apart, and I mean that in the sense of the relationships that I had with my teammates as well as with Coach and the relationships that they had with one another. And it was just a natural flow to our engagements, and I think that flow is Very hard to recreate, and we recognized it, and we valued it, and it it was definitely different from any previous endeavors that we had before.
1: So how does one build a great team, a personal team, the kind of dynamic team which every successful person every extraordinary achiever we've come upon during our ongoing exploration of how our bright youths are carving out beautiful lives for themselves have said is so essential. Well, you might want to check out The Hunk I Dreamed, a quick, thrilling read readily available for your digital devices from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. The hunk I dreamed, by yours truly, for less than the price of a cup of coffee. In it, you will find the wise matchmaker. Go and build yourself an incredible personal team. You might discover this as well you can do exceedingly more than you ever hoped or think. I want to extend a huge thanks to Ben Haby and to co-host Aricel Perez and all the members of the team and others that will be coming to share in Aricel's series, The Day Seven Boys Became Men. You also enjoyed in this episode a clip from... Ben Habe's favorite movie, The Titans. See you next week.